This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas once again. Um, happy Boxing Day. Now we know what Boxing Day is. <laughs> we thank God for everything. We thank God for life. We thank God for life. And we thank God for all those wonderful testimonies. We give God all the praise. Please, can we just be on our feet as we just worship this King of Kings once again? We cannot get tired of worshiping him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. At the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. At the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. Say there is power in the name. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As we lift our voice in praise. As we lift our voice in praise. It's you that I see. It's you that I see. You are bigger. You are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater, greater than the greatest. Say you are bigger, Lord. You are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater. Say Jesus, Jesus, we praise your name, Jesus, 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 at the center of it all, in everything, it's you that I see, only you, Jesus. It's you that I see. Brethren, let us begin to thank God for Jesus. Let's begin to worship him. If not for him, we will not be standing where we are standing today. If Jesus has not been born for us, we will not be where we are today. Life will be meaningless. So once again, Let's thank Jesus. Let's, let's honor him. Let's adore him. It is only him that we, we can see. We are seeing him every day in all our testimonies. From the beginning of this year to this present time. It has always been him and this at the center of everything. In Croydon Tabernacle, it has always been him at the center of everything. In our various homes, it has always been him at the center of everything. We are not taking this for granted at all. 
Lord, for the last Sunday of the year 2021, in Croydon Tabernacle, we recognize your presence, Jesus. We recognize your awesomeness. We recognize the fact that it has always been you all this while. And we have come back as a church to say thank you. Thank you for being our guidance angel. Thank you for being our protector. Thank you for being our defender. Thank you for being our all in all. Thank you for being the one who was. Thank you for being the one who is. And thank you for being the one that is to come in our lives. We are ever so grateful for the knowledge of knowing you. For the fact that it is you that has called us, we have not called ourselves. And for the fact that you yourself, Jesus, the owner of the church, that you are moving your church forward and that the gate of hell is not prevailing against it and we never prevail against it. Father, we are grateful. We recognize the fact that it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it. It is of you, Lord, that showeth mercy. We know it's only your mercy that we are enjoying every day. You say it's your, your, your mercy, they are new every day. They are new every morning. And that is what we are enjoying every day. That is what we are seeing. That is what we are getting from you. Many times we have been unfaithful. But you always remain faithful to us. Oh Lord, you do not allow your word, oh Lord, to, 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 not to come to pass in our life. We are grateful for protection. We are grateful for protection. We are grateful for protection. We are grateful for the even, even for a, a protection against COVID. We are grateful for the for the wisdom, even to get the vaccines. We are grateful for everything. Oh, you are the best. There is none like you. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for all the testimonies from January to today. Lord, we are grateful. As a church, oh Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful. Blessed be your holy name. Even as we listen to your word, Holy Spirit. You yourself will ask that you will speak to us. And only your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Please, as you sit down, just welcome your neighbor. Greet them. Merry Christmas once again. Merry Christmas. God bless you. God bless you as you take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, as the, um, the normal protocol um, concerning COVID, please, uh, I'm sure all of us are aware of this. Please, let's, let's put on our face mask. Um, you know, that is now a law. That's the law that's been passed now from the government. Um, please, if you don't have one, just let the ushers know. They will provide you with one. Uh, it's not only because of us, also to be able to protect somebody else. So uh, it is important that we wear the face mask. I know the Lord is working out his own way. The Lord that has been protecting us, he will continue to protect us. You know, my brother said the other time, hey, fear, that fear is the enemy of man. So please don't let us entertain fear. The Lord knows everything. He knows what is going on now. He knows about Omicron before Omicron even started. So don't be afraid. The Lord is with you. Don't be afraid. The Lord is with you. And it will continue to be with you. You know, remember, he has been the one that has been with you from January. This is December 26. You know, he, will, he is still on the throne. And he will continue to protect all of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So this morning we are talking about choose life. 
Please turn to your neighbor and tell them. Say, choose life. Choose life. Please, I want us to pay a very, very big attention this morning. Because this is very, very important. You know, the Lord has kept us from the beginning of this year. And this year is just about to come to an end. And we are just about to go into a brand new life, new year. And that is why our priority must be set right. And that is why this message is coming at this time. So that when it is time for us to begin to make decisions, when it is time for us to, to do what God has asked us to do, we will remember who to choose. Remember in the book of Psalm 45, verse 6 to 7. Psalm number 45, verse 6 to 7. It's a psalm that was written by the Asap, um, the children of Asap, one of the Levites. And it's a psalm that already foretold the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And the same words were repeated by the writer of Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 1, 8 to 9. But we will start from Psalm number 45, 6 to 7. Psalm 45, 6 to 7. It says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. He says, therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. The writer of Hebrew as well in Hebrews chapter 1, 8 to 9. Wrote Hebrews chapter 1, 8 to 9. He says, But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, that's a big word there. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. We'll leave those two verses aside. We'll come back to them later. Then let's quickly read Deuteronomy Chapter 30, verse 19. Deuteronomy, chapter 30, verse 19. It says, I call heaven and earth 
heaven and earth as witnesses today against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cousin. He says, therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. These are the words of Moses, you know, one of the words he spoke towards the end of his life to the children of Israel. When he called them together and he began to recount the account of how God has brought them out from the land of Egypt and all the things that God did through them. So he told them to choose life. Now, you know, choices we make in life, you know, it determines what happened to us. I'm sure we all agree to this. We made a choice to be here this morning by the help of God. That is why we are here. You know, many people too will have chosen to be here. You know, because of other things that has happened. They are not able to be here physically, which I know that many of them are online right now. You know, God himself, you know, he always gives us many, many opportunities to choose correctly, to choose life. Even though the Lord will not impose, he will not force his will on us. But he will still give many, many opportunities to choose correctly. You know, a very, very classic example is what happened to the, you remember the two, um, the two uh, thieves at the cross. The one on the left and the one on the right. Even at the point of death, God still gave them opportunity to choose. Two of them. Another make the right choice. The other make a very wrong choice. You know, the other, he actually believed what he asked for. He, ah, you are the son of God now. Just help us to escape. Like, just come on. No. The guy, he was not repentant. What was in his mind was to escape in that place. For Jesus to use his power. For him to be able to escape. The same opportunities were presented to both of them. But the other person recognized that. He recognized that choice at that point. And he made the right choice. He asked the Lord to remember him when he gets to heaven. But the other person, he just wanted to escape. So God will always present with, to us a lot of opportunities to make the right choice. Our God is not a wicked God. Our God is a good God. Even when he gets to the last minute, he will always give opportunities to make the right choice. That's why even some of us that are that are at work. We may have been doing something wrong at work. And it appears most of the time that, oh, nobody is catching 
nothing is happening, that you are getting away with it. But God is always ever speaking. Ever asking you to make, always choose right. And that is why it is important that we get this right now. This year remains about five days to go. If you get it, get it right today. For the rest of the year, and even going into 2022. That God is giving us another opportunity to make the right choice. You know, the verses we read earlier, remember our Lord Jesus Christ. Even though, yes, we say most of the time that his Lord is, is the Messiah, the everlasting Father, he is God himself. He is God, he came in, in the form of a man. But he still had to make a choice. He made a choice. You know, where we read earlier in, in that um, Hebrews chapter 1, it says, but to the Son, God says, God, your throne, O God, is forever. His kept her in fact. If you read earlier verse, maybe from verse, verse number 7 of that Hebrews. Let's quickly read. Hebrews chapter 1 from You know, from verse 5, you know, uh, it says, For which of the angels did he ever say, You are my son? Today I have begotten you. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. God did not say that to any of the angels. He says, But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who make his angel spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? But to the Son, he says, For your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is in, this, is in the scepter of your kingdom. Why? Because you have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. More than your companions. The fact that he is God does not completely automatically qualify him to, to get all these blessings that God gave to him. He still has to love righteousness. He was given a choice whether to love righteousness or unrighteousness. But he chose to love righteousness. And that is why the Bible says, therefore, the Lord God has anointed him. That's why he was able to get anointed for service. You know, there is a lot of work to be done going into this 2022. A lot of work for us to do. But from this minute, we need to start to make the right choice. Please don't leave the choice of how you live your life on somebody else's dictating to you. It is, it is not right. Because at the day of judgment, you know, that person will not stand with you on that day of judgment. You will give account of the choices that you make. Even the husband will not give, give account on behalf of the wife or on behalf of the children. Everybody will stand alone and give account. I'm begging you and I'm beseeching you, brethren, 
please choose life. Choose rightly. It is important you choose right. Because this 2022, only God knows what will happen in 2022. And it is always good to be on the right side of God at all times. It's good to be on the right side of God. It's good for you to have your own personal relationship with God. Choose God for yourself. Choose to follow God for yourself. Wherever you serve him. And wherever how you want to serve him. Don't leave it in the hands of somebody to, to tell you how to do it. Who is that life that we are talking about? I know that you know that it's Jesus. But he said that himself in John chapter 14 verse 6. Jesus said to him in John 14 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. People of God, please choose life. It is important that you do that. It is important that you do things differently this coming year that we are going into. Please, don't follow the crowd. Don't follow the crowd. Don't say because I want to please somebody and then displease God. Choose life. Choose Jesus. And when you do choose him, that means you will obey him. That means you will do what he says you should do. You know, a lot of people in the scriptures, which we all know, you know, they, they had time to choose. Jabez. Remember Jabez. We all know Jabez. In, um, in, in first, first Chronicles chapter 4, 9 to 10. You remember him. We all know him very well. He made a choice to pray. He could have kept quiet and said, well, that's my lot. I will just continue to live like that. But they made a choice. You know, in First in Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. He says, there was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. Why now? Why, why would he do that? He says, he was the one who prayed to God of Israel. Hold that. Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do. And keep me, keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted, he could have chosen to keep quiet. That is why people of God, as we pray today, don't keep quiet. Don't accept your circumstances as final. Choose to pray like he did. Another person that I want us to take as an example, which I know that Holy Spirit will, will expand in our hearts. You remember the Berean Christians? You remember them? In Acts chapter 17, Acts 17, 11. You know, the Bible said about them, it says, and the people of Berea were more open-minded I'm reading from New Living Translation. It says, the people of Berea, it says they were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly to Paul's message. 
They chose to listen to Paul's message. And then they did not stop there. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. It is your choice. Whether what I'm saying today, all these scriptures that you are writing down, if you are writing them down, you will go back home and search. Because things will not change if you don't change the way we do things. That is why we need to choose right. We need to choose right. These people, they chose to search the scriptures. And the Bible recorded that they were more, you know, more honorable than the brethren in Thessalonica. What I desire for everyone in Corinth Tabernacle is to be firebrand for God. Is to know the scriptures for themselves. So that if, even by, if by default or anything, somebody stood there to say what is not right, Every single person in the congregation will know that, no, this is not for me. Because whether we like it or not, the Bible has already prophesied it. That people will say all sorts during end times. People will preach heresies. But it is your choice whether you want to search the scriptures yourself. Nobody is going to force you to do that. We can do all we do in Bible study. But the sole responsibility is still yours to make. You know, another example is, you know, remember Saul. He made a choice to sacrifice instead of obedience. He just decided to say, hmm, these rams, these sheep, they are so fat. Oh, God will love the smell. Where God has said he should destroy everything. But he made a choice to say, oh, let me. It wasn't God's commandment to do that. He made a choice. And the choice cost him the kingdom. It cost him and his entire household forever. The kingdom. Instead of obeying God, that's in First Samuel chapter 15, 18 to 22. When we get home, let's go and read it. We all know Adam and Eve very well. They made a choice to keep the apple. They made the choice. Even as you're sitting down, looking at me, what choice are you making? What choice have you already made that you know it shouldn't have been the choice? You can still make a correction. You know, we're celebrating the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is important that the birth of Jesus is not in vain. That is why we need to make the right choice. You know, it is important that we all know God for ourselves. That we obey God. It is important that we do the right thing in our day-to-day activity. That we're not, we're not only limited our doing good to when we come to church. That it becomes our life. It's a choice that you have to make. This is a choice you have to make. So when you do, when you make that decision to choose life, you begin to see things work out. Even in the midst of challenges, you will never see challenges. 
you will see Jesus in the, at the center of it. Because you chose him. You made a choice to follow him. That is why it is important that we do that. You know, in Luke chapter 22, Luke chapter 22, from verse 41, Luke 22 from verse 41, even our Lord Jesus Christ, he chose to do the will of God over his own will. When at the point, at a very critical point in his life and in his ministry, I know this part is very important to every single one of us, and I want us to listen because I know that somebody, there's somebody, or there are people listening to me right now who are about to make a choice, who are about to make a decision. And that choice or decision you make will determine what happens in this 2022 we are going into. Jesus in that book of Luke chapter 22, he got to the point where God has been preparing him to get to that particular important point. But flesh came in. And flesh wanted to derail the plan of God. But thank God for God. In Luke chapter 22, from verse 41. The Bible says, and he was withdrawn from them. About a stone's throw. And he knelt down and prayed. Pause and think about that first. The choice you are about to make, the choice you are already making. Maybe it is a point for you to withdraw from the crowd and lock yourself in and ask God to help you to make the right decision. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. He did not leave everything to chance. He didn't leave it to acknowledge. He went, he, he separated himself to seek the face of the Lord. He, the Bible says he prayed. We're going to read it with everything. 42 says he prayed like this. He says, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. He says, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. He says, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. For that decision you want to make. Even if they ask you the question as you are standing, as you are sitting, or if you ask yourself that question, will this thing I want to do glorify God? Is that the will of God for my life? If it is not, please repent now and go to God in prayer. It might be a choice of a life partner. And that's something you cannot make mistake on. Go to God in prayer. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. 
you know, you are going, we are going into a year that I believe by the grace of God is going to be a, a, a fantastic year, a wonderful year. Let us choose right. You know, Jesus separated himself, prayed for the will of God to be done. In verse 43, when he did that, see what happened. He says, then an angel appeared to him from heaven and did what? Strengthen him. That is what happens when you separate yourself to seek the face of God. Even in your, in your weakness, when it doesn't, you don't think you are, you are capable of praying any longer. The moment you summon her courage to do so, that is what happens to you and I. Remember the Bible says that Lord gives it, he, he, he gives it, his angel charge over us. It, it is, they are always there. If only we can go on our knees and pray and ask for help. For the angel to strengthen. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't depend on his own strength. Please, people of God, listen to this. He depended, he depended on God. And the Bible says the angel appeared to him from heaven strengthening him. At that point, it could only have been from heaven that he could have received strength from. And that's the decisions, that's the, the position we find ourselves all the time. Please, people of God, don't let anyone cajole you. You are a child of God. Whenever you want to make a decision, go to God in prayer. And please choose right. Make sure what you choose will glorify the Father. Make sure you are doing the way of God. It is important. And in verse 44, it says, and being in agony, what did the Bible say? He prayed more earnestly. That means there is a time where you are in that place of prayer. To us as human, as flesh, it will look as if nothing is happening. Don't say because of that you are going to stop praying. Pray more. Ask God to help you with your choices. Make it as a point of duty as you go into this new year. That you will not make any decision without consulting God first. And see what the outcomes will be compared to before. My time is up. Please, let's, let's rise up on our feet. Verse 44 again says, and being in agony, nobody is saying it's going to be easy. You know, being a born-again Christian does not mean that you will live a, a, a problem-free life. But for you to live a life, you know, even inside that problem that you have hope that the strength of God as the, the angel that appeared to him will be with you. You need to choose right. He says, and being in agony, he prayed more, more earnestly. Then his sweat became like drops of blood falling down to the ground. He sweat. That is why when this year you are going into, please don't just 
just grab this relationship with God. You know, multiply times 10 the way it used to be, you used to be before. Let it be your own personal thing with God. And see what the Lord will do. So, people of God, the table has been set before us. Many things on that table. But please choose life. That's the admonishment of Moses to the children of Israel. And that is what the Holy Spirit is telling us again this, this afternoon. Choose life. Who is that life? Jesus, the Son of God. Choose him to be the first and the last in everything you do this year and this coming year. And it shall be well with us in Jesus' name. And if you are listening to me, you've, you don't know who that Jesus is. You've not made that choice. At one point, you cannot say this is the time I made a choice to follow Jesus. You know, I had a conversation with my family. You know, this was yesterday or today, I can't remember. About what will have become of us from Africa if the gospel had not been preached. All of us, maybe our Shango will have times 10 the Shango that we, we read about. Why? Because we won't know now. We won't know. We just think that's the correct thing to do. But God helped you. You know, the gospel was preached. They helped us to choose life. So if you are listening to me, you've never at any point made up your mind to choose Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. It is never too late. You can do it right now. You can make that choice to say, Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I want to follow you. This 2022, I don't know what is around the corner. But I know that if I choose you as my number one, that I am covered. Because that is where you find safety. So if you've never given your life to Christ, please, raise up your hand. Don't be ashamed. Please have all eyes closed, all heads bowed. Just begin to pray. If you've never given your life to Christ, this is another opportunity to choose. Joshua said, choose you this day whom ye shall serve. He says, as for me and my household, he says, we will serve the Lord. Who are you serving? If you've never made any of that decision, you can't say this is when I made the decision and my life turned around. Please do so now. And if you are listening to me online, if you've never made that decision before, go on your knees and say, Jesus, I choose you from today. Begin to pray. Say, Jesus, I choose you from today. That you are my priority. You are my number one. You are the most important person to me. And the rest of us, let us begin to pray. Begin to thank God for the salvation of your soul. Begin to thank God. And we're going to pray very, very important prayers here. Begin to thank God for the salvation of your soul. And say, Heavenly Father, according to your word, in the book of Exodus chapter 20, verses 5 to 6, this prayer is very important. Please pray it. It says, I disengage myself 
from choices that were made without my knowledge. Because I choose to, to love you today. Please show me your mercy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus, to many of us, you know, where we came from, you know, a lot of decisions had been made on our, on, our, on our behalf. A lot of wrong choices. But the Bible said in that book of Exodus chapter 20 verse 6, it says that God shows mercy unto thousands of them that love him and that keep his commandment. Because you have made a choice to love God, you have chosen Jesus. Pray to God for mercy today. Say, God, if there are all those choices that have been made, that have been made in my life, even before I was born, Lord, I disengage myself from them today in the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because I choose to love you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, show us your mercy today. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, say, Heavenly Father, we're going to want to pray for our nation. Say, say, help our leaders to love righteousness and hate evil so that they will choose life. Even in all their decision making, they will choose life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Still connecting to the Father that our life is so precious even to him, even to the generation to come. Father, we release our life unto you. Mold it according to your will, not according to our wish and desires. And we sing these songs. Say what song? My lifetime I will give God my lifetime My lifetime
We are singing that song once again. But maybe we have children, issues in our life, husband, wife, that we want to re-hand over to God. Maybe we have some people we want to release to God. We want to stand in God for them. So we are singing that song with that understanding. My lifetime, they are part of your life. I will give God my lifetime. My lifetime, oh Lord. I will give God my When I give God my life. Thank you for listening. We hope that you were ministered to through this message. If you have any comment on this presentation or would like to contact us, our address is 38 to 40 Parsons Meet, West Croydon, CR03 SL. To speak to a member of our team, you can call us on 0208-688-466. Our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk. Thank you and God bless.